Welcome to Outside the Box. Trying not to avoid responsibility when I'm at fault. Today's topic is Blame the Christians. Politics in the Middle East is is in constant turmoil with a series of recent elections in Israel and continued killings of Palestinians. Who's to blame for these catastrophes? The Israelis? The Palestinians? Both? As you can guess by the title of this feature, I think it is also someone else, the Christians as colonizers. It's all about the history of this ancient land, considered holy by both Muslims and Jews. Let's go back over 100 years, when the current lands of Israel and Palestine were controlled by the British. The British government issued a statement in 1917 supporting part of the partitioned Ottoman Empire being set aside as a religious homeland for Jews. The statement was intended to gain support from British Jews during World War I. It was written by Arthur Balfour, a former British Prime Minister. Balfour wrote, quote, His Majesty's government views with favor the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people. Unfortunately, Christians such as Balfour did not seem to recognize that the land designated for Jews was already occupied by thousands of Palestinians who did not want their land to be a sacrifice zone for displaced Jews. Balfour was heavily influenced by pro-Zionists in both Europe and the U.S. Good that Balfour cared that Jews needed and wanted a safe space for themselves against virulent anti-Jewish feelings around the world. But bad that Balfour was giving land to Jews that was owned and occupied by Palestinians, which would eventually stir up a ruckus. Even if Balfour's intentions were good, the results have been massively chaotic and tragic. The British government did acknowledge in 1939 that residents living on the land should have been consulted before simply offering the land to Jews. Not until 2017 did the Brits agree that Palestinian rights should have been protected, not ignored. But of course, even by World War II, the disagreement was well-developed. It's now described as, quote, the world's most intractable conflict, end quote. It's become a conflict between two oppressed peoples, one of which, Israeli Jews, is mostly oppressing the other, Muslim and Christian Palestinians. Maybe Palestinians could have welcomed Jews as fellow oppressed peoples. Maybe Jews could have recognized that taking land from another oppressed group, denying them their autonomy, was not the right way to create a homeland. But neither group adequately recognized the needs of the other. Instead, both allowed European Christians to set Palestinian Muslims, and a few Christians, against Jews, soon to be Israelis. The struggle, oppression of Palestinians, and the siege mentality among most Israelis continues to this day. Palestine wasn't the only region divvied up by European countries, especially Great Britain and France. Other parts of the failing Ottoman Empire were up for grabs, as well as countries in Africa 
Asia, Latin America, and the Caribbean. This has been a pattern. European nations deciding the fate and political structure of far-off countries and their people. It was a legacy of the colonization attitude that prevailed in England, France, and other European nations that has only recently begun to recede. We see colonialism even today, not just in Palestine, Israel, but also in former British colonies that honor the former Queen Elizabeth and the new King Charles, who is technically the head of state for some. We see it in the special relationships, countries as diverse as India, Canada, Jamaica, Kenya, and New Guinea have with Great Britain. It explains why Elizabeth has been on Canadian money for decades. Will the colonization mentality in countries toward their former European overseers ever end? Who do you blame for the current crisis in Palestine and Israel? I'm Larry Danzinger, hoping the U.S. government will stop arming Israelis and start helping Palestinians.